what is great, good, and real. And welcome to another episode of the Do You Rules podcast. I'm your host, Cliche Jeff. And on today's episode, allow me to reintroduce myself. My name Excuse me. I'm not brave. But one of the things I realized is as I've embarked on this journey and as I've reflected on how I've, how I've made progress in the social media space, I've never fully introduced myself. And I think that's a critical component for any type of success. How could you want to subscribe and follow possibly maybe or, or align with anything as a community if you don't know what you're getting yourself into? And so allow me to begin first with why I call myself cliche Jeff. And I want to be as, tra- and this is, this is part of who I am. Let me shift myself up and get ready. I believe in full transparency, right? I, I think that is the, the greatest way to establish trust in a relationship. I think it's, it's, it's a foundational component to all success. And the reason why I'm saying that is there is likely nothing I'm going to tell you, tell you, share with you, or, or, or go through that you likely, A, don't already know, or B, someone else hasn't already said, or C, I'm just saying it a lot different. Right, because when it, when it when it comes down to it, the framework for success, the framework to achieve the maximum level of you, and and my line and my motto is, change your mind, change your life. Which is, if you reflect on that, change your mind, not just like, no, nah, I'm not going to the store right now, honey. More like your identity, your consciousness. You are someone today with beliefs, faiths, values, opinions. And ultimately, if you are looking to maximize that and achieve the ultimate version, which is what I'm about, the ultimate version of you, then then there's a framework. There are concepts. There are there are ideologies and philosophies and 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 establishments. It's there's a roadmap for this that is already that is already available to you today. Ironically, as we all have access to the same information, not all of us consume it. So it's available, but not all of us consume it. And that's part of what I'll talk about as as we continue to progress and evolve the program and and ultimately look to manifest everything it is we want to manifest. But the cliche comes from, I'm not telling you something you don't already know because it's likely already been said, but even further, and what I believe is on a deeper level because I believe in what's called consciousness and collective consciousness, ultimately what I believe in the maximum version, the ultimate version being Christ consciousness is that everything you seek is already inside of you. And that's the biggest thing. You just need to look for it. You're likely searching in the wrong place, but, but the reality is everything you seek and desire starts from within. And so the frameworks will talk about consciousness, beliefs, and, and, and faith and, and structures and formatting and vision, all these things have already been talked about in some capacity. It's just a matter of how do we align it? How do I deliver it to you in a way that makes sense for you? Because ultimately that's what we seek, right? The ability for us to be influenced, which we're constantly being influenced, particularly in today's society, today's social media driven society and, 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 and less social media, more marketing-driven society, like we're all being targeted and profiled and influenced on a regular basis, ultimately what I'm going to come back to is how do we turn that influence inward? How do we begin to influence ourselves, our own identities, to maximize ourselves 
and reach the ultimate level of consciousness or the ultimate level of being, however you want to define that. So that's why I'm called Cliche Jeff, and I probably gave a little bit away of what I believe my mission is. But let me get into a little bit of a background so you understand where I launched off from, my launch point, my starting grounds. And and I'm a Hispanic male. I'm, this is my 43rd trip around the sun, so I've been around... If, if you go by by standards of time for about half my life now. And I grew up in the South Bronx in the 80s. And, and for those of you who understand what that environment is like, then, then you'll be able to relate on a lot of levels. And for those of you who don't, I'll get into some detail along the way and I'll try to make it as relatable as possible. But what that ultimately aligns with, I believe in my experience, is the ultimate poverty mindset, right? I was... I was listening to Kanye West. I know he's very controversial. He said something to Joe Rogan about, he had a really crazy thought, which was how much would the earth cost? And he came to the realization that the earth doesn't have a price. So, so what is the concept of money? Well, money is printed. So money is, is essentially just a material thing available to all of us. But what he closed with is they, I'm not defining who they is. I'm not saying I align with it, but I can understand the concept. They want to keep us poor. They want to keep us poor. I believe the poor man is not necessarily wrapped into a dollar figure. I believe it's a mindset. If you have a poor poverty mindset, that is what is the ultimate holdback. That is the ultimate restriction. That is the ultimate block that you have and barricade and obstacle that you have in your life. And, and going back to how I grew up in the 80s, crack cocaine era, poverty mindset was absolutely paramount. And as I'm reading the Bible today, and I reflect very quickly on, on how I could possibly relate that to word, it would be like the, sto- the ultimate story of Cain and Abel super scaled out, right? Like everyone in there, it's ironic, has such a deep affinity for, for, for protecting the environment, for loving the environment, for keeping it in between and, and only to us. But at the same time, we inflict massive punishment on one another. That is ultimately one of the, the, the biggest struggles I had and the biggest fear I had with growing up in that environment is that we are all for protecting each other. Nobody can come in. But at the same time, we are all for destroying each other and holding each other down and holding each other back because you know that, that is the ultimate poverty mindset. And then you start to define yourself with, you know, I am a, I am a poor person. Well, what does that really mean? You're poor financially. Sure. So that poor man's mindset financially drives you into that poverty mindset because what you see are a bunch of people who perceive lack that because of what I I don't feel I have physically or, or what I can see visually that would define success. I don't have that. Therefore I lack, but truthfully the lack is in the mindset it all comes back to who you believe you are. And what transpires in an environment like that is it's so it's so driven off fear and the idea and concept that you got to make it out today. It's this fight or flight. Anything could pop off at any minute. Anything could go down at any minute while you're walking into your apartment building, walking up the stairs, getting in the elevator, going to the bodega, the local corner store, crossing the street. Like anything could pop off and happen at any minute. And that's true anywhere. It's just that the possibilities for for us inflicting pain to one another is higher in that environment for many different reasons. And so the crack cocaine era, obviously, 
a lot of stimulants, a lot of people indulging and 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 experimenting with with drugs. I was in in a single family, I should say single parent home, only child. So a mother who needs to grind and grit and 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 get through at the bare minimum to provide the basic necessities because we all do need safety and and emotional support and and to feel like you know we're we're good at, at the most minimalist of levels. And so growing up like that, you know, it 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 left an obvious imprint on my brain and it's in the fabric of who I am. It's part of my framework. If anything, it's the ultimate foundational layer. Like the start of me came from this environment and what I was exposed to and what I saw and what I experienced ultimately shaped the view of the world for me in a lot of ways, right? And it is up to me to either carry on that vision and that and that and that concept and those thoughts and philosophies and processes and and expand upon it and in a way that I stay there or for me the ultimate motivation, the ultimate incentive, the ultimate absolute reality for me was I got to get out. I got to get out. I got to do whatever I can, but within reason. I was not about, you know, in line with some of the philosophies that are driven in that culture. I want to say that I even lacked true identity. Ironically, you know, people think they hear how I talk and they perceive me to look physically a certain way. I would say as a light-skinned Hispanic male in that environment, it's not like I wasn't accepted. I didn't fit the standard physically and visually of what you might expect from someone who grew up in the South Bronx and the projects in the 80s. And that 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 brought about its own its own difficulties for me. You know, as 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 it is an environment that perpetuates the 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 ideas that you know, you have to show a level of strength. And that sometimes means oppressing your brethren that I didn't meet the standards of the person who you would think would be running the block. That's just fact. Look, I don't, do I look like someone who ran the block? I probably don't. And I wasn't, nor did I want to, but that certainly was emphasis enough for me to say, I see it. I knew that in my mind, if I wanted to, that was part of my gift. One is I am, I am, I have a high ability to communicate, which is why I feel comfortable here, which is what has helped catapult me to what I believe the successes are in my life. And so I knew that I can leverage that. I understand things easily, concept. I, I, I could block. I knew I could, but also I knew I didn't have the mindset required to meet all the criteria to be that dude. I, I, I saw it, I visualized it and was like, nope, not for me. Nor is this constant stress of having to be in this environment for me. I loved it. Made some great friends. Had some people who would, you know, do everything they could for me and I would do everything I could for them. You have people who would sacrifice themselves for you and that you would in turn do the same. And there's a beauty in that. There's a beauty in that fear and that anxiety and that stress and that overwhelm that, yo, if I got to make it, I got to have the right connections. I got to move the right way. I got to articulate myself in a way that shows I may not be that dude, but I'm also not that dude. Like, you're not going to use me to build your street cred. I may, I may not have the same as you as far as a dominant perspective, but I had to maintain a level of respect for myself that said, you're not going to fuck with me in a way that you oppress me to, 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 to launch itself forward. So that was a very, very difficult balance. But ultimately, the conclusion I came to and what I want to share is not for me. I love it. I, I go back there now. My grandparents still live there. I can close my eyes right now and I can see the building I grew up in. 
I can see the elevator rise, the staircase up and down. I would I would hop and skip stairs, and it was a beautiful thing to 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 grow up in that kind of environment for many different reasons that I'll elaborate on as I progress in my journey. But for today, just know that you know I, I believe that ultimately what came out of that is that there is a poverty driven poor man's mindset that is deeper than finances deeper than money. It's an oppression. It's a mindset. It is an identity, identity crisis, if you would, where you are, you are either looking for the most extravagant of lifestyles to get out or, or you're staying there. There was almost no middle ground. That is, that's a really difficult balance. You're either on one extreme or the other, anything in between was looked at as, as, you know, you, 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 you were you were full things like there, there was no there was no clear definition for you so so that was awfully difficult for me to manage and sustain but I I you know I I again I I wouldn't take and change anything but certainly happy that I've been able to manage to get myself out of there and the reason being is ultimately my journey and how I got here and what I want to share and what I want to hope help hopefully help have resonate with you all is that we are an identity. And the one gift you have is your identity. And at some point, you have to come to the realization that if what I want to promote is self-dominance, the ultimate version, Christ consciousness, the ability to maximize yourself, it comes down to that your identity is your single most valuable source of power in the world, your being, your identity, who you decide you want to be. And forget about the societal structures that say this dollar amount puts you in this class and this degree makes you this smart and, and this job makes you this valuable. It's deeper than that. It's deeper than that. I think we've lost sight of how to, how to value ourselves for ourselves, what we define as ourselves. And then ultimately, you know, one of the books I read or, or one of the, I think there's a nurse who wrote a book, The Five Regrets of the Dying, is that we reach a place of ultimate vulnerability. And there's data that says folks who are in their 70s and 80s push away things a lot easier. I'm not stressing, no anxiety. Why? Because you're so close to death that you start to come to the realization, damn, I don't have much time left. I don't want to wait for that point. I had an epiphany, and that's, that's a lot of why, why I'm here. But back to the regrets of the dying, that the biggest regret was when is of folks who are reaching their end is that they didn't essentially, and I'm paraphrasing, live their life the way they wanted to live their life. The ultimate regret, that their version of life was predicated, pushed, and perpetuated by something outside of themselves. Think about that. And that we could be defined as somewhat average and mediocre and that that this society is trying to wake up. I don't know that I'm necessarily aligned with woke culture. I don't even know if I know how to define it the way it's supposed to be defined. But ultimately, I think we need to wake up and we need to wake ourselves up more than anything and reach a level of self-dominance that allows us to maximize ourselves. Because ultimately, when you're the best version of you, when you love yourself, and that's what it comes down to, 
The, the maximum level of you is ultimate self-love. That's where the confidence, the discipline, the obsession, the vision, the goals, the aspirations, the desires, the, 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 the successes, the failures, the, the ups, the downs, the, the rights, the lefts, the, the, the highs, the lows, your ability to absorb and, and sustain and, and excel all comes down to the love you have for yourself. And, and what I want to promote and what I want to really be about is that you reach a point, you know, I said, I said earlier, you can look at me and know I may not be that dude, right? But, but that's part of what my insecurity was for maximizing myself. So I said, my routine is now, I want to articulate myself to my maximum ability, maximum ability from an intellect perspective. And so I read at least an hour a day. I research for another hour a day. They say what you are, what you eat, right? So my feeds, my social media feeds, what I ingest is all about self-empowerment, self-building, self-dominance, self-motivation. Why? I believe that's a foundational pillar. That's what I believe you need to be successful. I want to articulate myself spiritually. So I pray and I meditate for at least an hour a day. I converse with my version of God. I'm not telling you how you should do it. I'm reading the Bible right now. I expect to read the Quran after. I get into Buddhist practices. Why? Because I build my own version of faith. I decide how I converse with God. I decide what God means to me. I decide to ensure that I prioritize fear of God in my life. Why? Because that's what I have decided to allow for it to mean to me. And I propagate that out to ensure that I maximize my inner being so I can articulate myself spiritually and faithfully in my own way, in my own concepts, because that's ultimately what it's about. The do you rules is about doing you and ultimately you define how you do you. Change your mind, change your life. So you want to articulate yourself through faith. You also want to articulate yourself emotionally. We are so emotionally driven. Oh, emotion by 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 language and by definition and by science lead to actions, right? Neurons, the neuroscience, I'm not a neuroscientist, but I research this, right? Neurons that wire together, fire together, which means you can literally change how your mind functions and thinks, which then changes how you behave. There's science to it, all by how you think, which then provokes emotions, which then provokes provokes the outcomes that you look to 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 output in your world. And that is ultimately what your identity is. You're not necessarily what you think. You can change your thoughts at any moment. You also, you know, the stoicism says we were given two ears and one mouth to listen twice as much as we speak. You need to learn on what to speak on and learn what to reject. Like emotionally, when someone approaches me in a way I don't like, I reject giving them the power over me to say, you can make me feel a way. No, no one can make me feel outside of myself. It's not to say that the emotion doesn't surface. I'm human, and I'll say this regularly, right? The duality of life. Without light or without dark, there is no light. Without happy, you wouldn't know, or without sad, you wouldn't know happy. Without struggle, you wouldn't know success. Without failure, you wouldn't know how to win. All these things are required. It's a requirement for life, but I dictate. I dictate how I choose to feel. That is articulating yourself emotionally, physically. The most minimalist of levels. If you can, and this is so physically, articulating yourself physically, how could you not want to work out? From, so just look at this. I was, uh, and this, this is more female driven. Listening to, I think it was Mel Robbins. Someone was on show that ninety-one percent of women, ninety-one percent of women, are uncomfortable with how they look in the mirror. What? 
58% of Americans are overweight. And by 2035, 50% of the world will be overweight. I was 230 pounds at one time before I started my journey. I'm right now back up to 185. I also, I, I got down to 169 at my lowest. I put on 15 pounds of muscle, whether you can see it or not. I don't care. I know it's there because I work every day. So I articulate myself physically by saying, I'm going to do cardio every day. Not negotiable for me. I'm going to lift six days a week. Sure, you get tired. Sure, you know, you, there's, some, there's some wiggle room there. But it's a non-negotiable for me from the perspective of, I got to make sure I can articulate myself physically. Why? I want to have that self-dominance. Well, I need to do something. I can, I can be that dude physically. It also ties into my fatherhood. When my kids look at me, I want them to say, if I needed my father, I have a daughter who's 14. If she calls on me, you know what I'm saying? I got to be able to say, yo, some dude is messing with you. I don't know what their father looks like. I know it sounds ignorant to an extent, but I use that to self-motivate myself, right? I don't know what I'm running into when my daughter gets a boyfriend. I don't know what I'm running into when my son gets a girlfriend. I don't know what the other dude looks like that might pose a threat. And so I got to be able to articulate myself physically. But more than that, back to the spiritual and emotional sense. Your physical is not just your outer extremities, man. When I pray and I meditate, I, and when I, when, I, when I show gratitude, I put my hand on my phone. Because if my heart stops beating, I'm dead. So to articulate yourself physically, to do 30 minutes of cardio a day, I'm taking care of my heart. I become a problem in all the good ways. In all the good ways. So articulating yourself intellectually, right? To free yourself, the truly free are those who, who take the time to be educated. Not, not with a piece of paper, but how you decide to learn about yourself. You articulate yourself spiritually, why wouldn't you want faith? I said this yesterday. At minimum, believing you are a creation from creator allows you the power to create. Articulating yourself emotionally, why wouldn't you want to control your emotions? Don't give nobody the power over you to dictate how you feel. And then physically articulate yourself. It feels good to look in the mirror and say, damn, I look good, baby. Why wouldn't you want that? And you know you want that. Of course you want that. There's nobody who would not want that. Because there's, there's, there's that objective that people are going crazy for to try to lose weight. We'll do anything we can to lose weight except for to do the work. Doing the work has proven that you'll lose the weight. But I digress. That's not for today. So a lot of what I want to establish with, with our community, for those that wish to join, for those that wish to subscribe, is, is to become a problem to be able to articulate ourselves at the highest of levels and maximize ourselves for self. Because ultimately, love returns love. It is the most foundational, somewhat corny and cheesy, but real thing. When you love you, when you love you, and I'm talking about when you are like, oh, I just love me, then nothing can harm you, nothing can phase you. And then from a legacy perspective, if you are a father or a husband or a wife or a significant other, if you are a best friend, a community member, you constantly bringing your best version to everywhere you go, it elevates people. You've seen it. You've been around people where you're like, yo, his energy is off the hook. And then you feel, oh, you, boom, you're like, damn, I, I just, I just, I, you just got a book. So you could do that for others. Be selfish to the point where nothing can phase you. 
that you should be and feel like the best you can feel and that you can also give it away to those that deserve it, right? At some point, I talked about yesterday, and I'll start to close with this. My mission is that you are an identity, and you will always be an identity that you identify with. And how you identify with you fully shapes your world. And we can go into the law of attraction. We can go into to the law of dualities. We can go to just the law of life, like the general conscious and subconsciousness, your inner being. And, and you know, Jordan Peterson says, the first thing you want to do if you want to start getting yourself right is to clean up your room. Because your outer world is a, is a reflection of how you feel inwardly. And the more clean that you see things, the more clean that you see things. And so what I really want, what I really want to drive is that you already have everything you need. You already, you already have all the tools. You are necessary because we are one big, massive, collective consciousness. The way that the internet and you can, you can, tap into somebody across the world and we're connected, we're also collect, connected consciously. And what you seek, what you seek, you will always find, right? Terms you've probably heard in the Bible. How you treat others, you should treat how you treat yourself. Why? These are all important things because what you resonate inside will reveal itself to you externally. And ultimately, 80%, I say this, I'm starting to say this almost every day, 80% of how we view things is visually stimulated. So if you want to change how you see things, you change how you see things. If you want to change how you feel about things, you got to change how you feel about things, right? It's all about you. It should always only be about you. And if it doesn't serve you, you should just let it go. We have an identity. Our cups are already full. Why not choose what we, or, or, or decide consciously how we fill our cups. So that's what it is. That's who I am. That's what it's going to be. And if you care to join, you're going to get a lot more of this. We'll go over frameworks, concepts, philosophies, possibilities, thought processes. We'll be vulnerable. We'll be transparent. We'll laugh together. We'll cry together. We'll grow together. We'll have good times and bad times. I'll say some things you don't like. I'll say some things that you'll love. But ultimately, it's all about doing you. I am who I say I am. Stay rich.